Hey friend, have you found yourself wanting to figure out the whole meal prep thing, but you've found yourself feeling overwhelmed and unclear on how to start? Or maybe meal prep has felt intimidating because it sounds super daunting and like way more hours in the kitchen than you'd like to spend. I've felt the same way. I love to cook, but having two young boys makes it difficult to spend more than 15 minutes in the kitchen without things getting crazy. And even then, it's 15 minutes of chaos usually. (laughs) My point being, I need quick meals, and I don't want to have to cook a new meal every single night. What I do want is to eat healthy, delicious meals that my whole family will enjoy. Just so happens that I have created a simple system that makes that a reality for me and my family. And today, I'm sharing it with you. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience. 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. As a reminder, the Vision Driven Health Podcast is under the umbrella of Naval Health Incorporated. The content on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended for medical advice. It does not take the place of medical advice or treatment from a physician. Listeners should consult their own doctor or a qualified healthcare professional for specific health concerns and questions. When it comes to creating a healthy lifestyle, people often think that it's stepping into a super challenging way of life that you know is good for you, but you just don't think you have the capacity for it. The truth is, it is super challenging to start. And you do have to make changes. You do have to put in the work. And you have to go beyond motivation and choose to be committed. But what most people don't realize and often quit before they experience is the satisfaction and ease of creating a true habit. It's no longer work once it's a habit because it's just what you do. And that's the goal for my clients when it comes to any habit they're trying to create, whether that's getting better at cooking at home, learning to think differently about themselves, their health and their food, or in making healthy choices when they go out to eat. It's possible for it to become your way of life. You just have to learn how and to put it to work long enough for it to become a lifestyle. And that's what the Healthy Weight Loss Academy is designed to do. This six-step experience walks you through the foundational aspects of healthy weight loss from what to eat to how to think, and particularly how to partner with God in that process. 
Right now, I am running an early bird special for the February cohort. If you sign up today, you will receive 30% off of your total investment. Just go to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course. Again, that's visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course to get 30% off on the Healthy Weight Loss Academy. This is probably oxymoronic, but I like to cook. I just don't like spending time in the kitchen. (laughs) Maybe that sounds crazy, but I like being able to put together my food and season it how I want, know what ingredients are in it, and then, you know, make adjustments that matter to me for a good meal. I just don't want to be standing there forever chopping or waiting for things to cook and all the different elements that can go into cooking. (laughs) So for most of the meals I make, are fairly quick and they cook on their own, meaning I throw together something on a baking sheet and then I leave it in the oven for 30 minutes or I assemble something in a crock pot or an instant pot. And I've also been trying to get more intentional about reducing the number of times I have to cook each week and I'm trying to reduce it down to closer to two to three times max, which doing that requires some intentionality and planning, but it can be quick, the planning portion, and it provides a big return, not just in saving time, but it also saves money and it improves your health. So at the time of this recording, I am actually putting together my my meal plan for the upcoming week. So I'm going to let you into my mind as I plan for the week while giving you the simple steps you can take and apply to your own life. And one thing you're going to want for this is either a sheet of paper or a Google sheet. And if you're listening while you're driving or doing something else, you can come back to this. It really is super simple. But what I do is I have a Google sheet where I have breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack across the top row. And then down the far left column, I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the days down on that row or on, excuse me, on that column. And if you have kids, what I do is under each day, I put my two kids' names Uh, And then I put me and my husband because I've got a four-year-old and I've got an 18-month-old and they eat slightly differently than we do still. But basically, it's just a grid to write in your meals. So a piece of paper works totally fine. What I do like about using the Google Sheet is that I have everything already there when I come back the next week. It's, I you know, I can just edit things accordingly. And I also have another tab where I just have a list of recipes I really like. And then I have my notes next to it of like what I like about it. So things like that kind of help for organization or keeping track. But either way, you choose how you want to do it. Let's start off with step number one. Number one is review your calendar. First thing I do after I've opened up my Google sheet is look at my upcoming calendar for the week. I review it and I see which nights I need quicker meals and when I've, which nights I have some more time to actually cook. Then I consider what foods I have at home already. So I've got a decent amount of leftovers that need to be eaten. So I know I'll integrate those. Then I've got a ton of meat because I I somehow accidentally ordered two of my butcher boxes, which ButcherBox is a meat delivery service that sources grass-fed, pasture-raised meats, which, by the way, you can get $50 off your next order if you go to visiondrivenhealth.com slash butcherbox, which I'll also put that in the notes. But our freezer, all that to say, is packed. So 
this week for me, I am not going to be ordering or buying any more meat. I'm going to use what I have, which is really important to do to make sure you survey, you know, your fridge, your freezer, your pantry, so that you do craft meals around what you already have. So you're not spending money unnecessarily because again, you can just use what you have. <laughs> I also have got a a decent accumulation of veggies because my mom keeps giving us her excess vegetables from her community sustained agriculture box or CSA box, which I fully appreciate. So I actually have a surplus of meat and vegetables which really works out well for meal planning and saving money. But now that I've got a lay of the land, I know, and by land, I mean my pantry and freezer, I know what I can use from home before I go and plan what I'll make. This leads us to step two, choose recipes. So number one, look at your calendar, look at the time you have, look at what food you have, but then number two, choose your recipes. So to kick off this step, I open up the grocery store app or I go to the website of my local grocery store. Most apps will put, usually like on the first page, you can see where it is. They'll display what they have on sale for the upcoming week. So I'll look through and see if there are any sale sales items that I can use to make some meals out of. So for example, last week when I did this process, they had organic kidney beans and taco seasoning on sale. So I ended up making some chili which actually the chili is part of the leftovers I have going into this week. (laughs) And I live in a city that doesn't have my favorite store. I, well, it's not necessarily my favorite store, but I, it's a store that has more organic options and better meat options, higher quality, and then at a better price. That store for me is Sprouts. I don't know how many of you are familiar with Sprouts, but I won't be heading that way where that grocery store actually is. So it's like, 25 minutes from me, which isn't that far. And some of you might be like, I live 25 minutes just from my nearest grocery store, period, not even my favorite one. So forgive me if that's your dynamic, but all that to say, I won't be heading that way. So I'm going to be looking at the other grocery store that is just five minutes down the road. So let's see here, looking at the site of my local grocery store, they don't have, it's a little more old school. It's cute. They show like a picture of their weekly ad mailer. Um, And just looking at it, The only organic items they have on sale, I'm just not super into. So looking at this other grocer who also has the weekly ad, this one's kind of cool. They have you like virtually clip the coupon for your order. This one doesn't have anything that grabs my attention either in the organic category. Uh, They do have organic salad mix on sale, which I could get for our pizza night if I wanted but pretty slim pickings on the sales this week. So that means instead of trying to make meals around the sales, I'm going to try and make meals around what I have, which you can totally do both, but just because the sales aren't very prominent or appealing to me, I won't be using the sales. So Monday, which is today, the day this episode releases, I work until six. So I want something super quick and easy because I'd ideally like to eat as close to six as possible. So like I mentioned, I have some leftovers to use up. We have some leftover chili and also some chicken salad from this uh, a few days ago. And between those two things, we definitely have enough to throw something together. And I also have some veggies that I can use to add more variety to the meal. And so that'll be really easy to to throw together for today. Today being Monday, (laughs) not the day that I'm actually recording this. (laughs) With that said, 
That's super easy. Monday squared away. And oh, as far as breakfast, lunch, and snack, <laughs> we all eat almost exactly the same thing every day. So I do very little planning around that other than making sure I have the ingredients I need for our staples. It is actually really good to eat a variety of foods. I will just say I'm a creature of habit. I like <laughs> my breakfast and it's just really easy when things are consistent, especially when other people don't mind having the same thing as well. So my boys, they don't mind. I don't mind my husband. So we are very consistent with those meals. And every day for breakfast, I have my banana egg breakfast bowl. Some people think that sounds gross. I've mentioned it before. I think it's amazing. You mash a banana and you mix four eggs and then you kind of, you, you mix it all together, kind of like a batter. And then when you cook it in the pan, you kind of cook it like a cheeseless omelet, if that makes sense. It can also kind of be cooked a little bit like scrambled eggs, but I like it. My oldest actually calls them pancakes because we would try to make it into a pancake shape for him. Um, and then, so when I have it for myself, I put it in a bowl, I top it with butter and I just find it so delicious. I look forward to it and it's got lots of protein and it's very satiating. It keeps me full and satisfied until lunch. For lunch, I usually have either leftovers from dinner, a burger, or some Greek yogurt with almond butter and homemade grain-free granola. Those are kind of my staples that I'll, I'll go through. And then dinner is where I add the variety, and that's where I'm looking at my schedule and trying to figure out when to cook and how much to cook and all that different stuff. So with that said, Monday's dinner is set. It's left or left overnight, super easy. Tuesday... My husband will actually not be home for dinner because of his work. So in some ways that makes things a little bit simpler. I like to try and cook. I like to put more effort into cooking when my husband is home. So when he's not, then I just keep it really basic. <laughs> so I, like I mentioned, I have a ton of meat. And so I, one of the things that I have is a whole chicken. And so what I'll do is I'll roast a chicken, which hopefully maybe for some of you, that sounds like a crazy thing to do, but honestly, it's really simple. You just put a little bit of butter on it, salt, pepper, and throw it. Like I said, I love putting things on a baking sheet and being able to walk away. So it's one of those things that you can do that with. So I'll roast the chicken and then I'll just scrounge up some veggies and potatoes or something that I'll throw in there at the appropriate time. I think the chicken takes like an hour and 15 minutes or so. And then so probably like 30 minutes before it's done, I'll throw the potatoes and veggies in. So again, I just like meals like that where I can just throw it together, throw it in the oven. And I will end up with leftovers from that meal since it'll just be me and my little guys. And what I'll do is the rest of that chicken will be used for Wednesday night to feed my boys because my husband and I have a special outing on Wednesday night and we're going to be eating out of the home on Wednesday. But because I looked at my calendar and I'm aware of all those different dynamics, I'm able to provide dinner easily for my boys. Thursday, we are hosting our neighbors. I've got a super easy instant pot baby back rib recipe that I, I've been doing for years. And honestly, it's so good. You can email me if you'd like the recipe. It's not my own recipe. I didn't make it up. But uh, the gal who put it together, she knew what she was doing. Uh, so I'll do that. And then up until now, I haven't actually needed to add anything into my grocery cart. Um, 
I have the meat, I have the veggies, but I will for this rib night, I'll need to get some more sweet potatoes. I'm going to get some primal kitchen barbecue sauce. And depending on where I end up with veggies based on the previous meals, I'll probably just throw some extra veggies in um, to go with that, to go with the ribs. So that's Thursday night. Friday night is usually our family night where I always make sourdough pizza and have some salad. But this Friday, (laughs) I am a part of a women's night at our church and they will be providing dinner. However, my husband, he will likely make him and the boys burgers and veggies and probably some more sweet potatoes. Um, Or I could make them some sourdough bread. Um, That is our number one easy go-to is grass-fed burgers. And And so we always, we just have... They, they sell them. We get them from Costco uh, and we always have those on hand. And that's honestly a, another hack for meal prep and eating healthy is even if you do plan, even if you do have leftovers and you have a meal, you want to make sure that you have those core staples for quick, easy meals. So we always keep some paleo sausages, those grass-fed burgers I mentioned. We usually have some pre-cooked beef. I'll, sometimes I'll even pre-cook some chicken thighs or things and put them in the freezer so that if I need something quick for my boys, I've got it. We always have eggs. I told you what we have for breakfast. That for me and my boys usually takes like eight to nine eggs a day. (laughs) So we go through like four dozen eggs a week. And so I like to always have a couple dozen in the fridge at all times. And anyway, so again, You kind of get to figure out what are those quick, easy things that you can throw together, and then you can figure out what you want to have available for you in those kind of, oops, we don't have a meal, or oh, hey, like we ran out of time situations. So now we've already gotten through Monday through Friday, now we're on to Saturday. So Saturday night is when we'll have our family night, and so I will be making that homemade pizza with the salad, and so for that, I'll be adding to my cart Italian sausage, cheese, pizza sauce, pepperoni. And then I'll get some romaine lettuce, organic romaine lettuce, and some organic cucumber. I already have the flour, and I've got ingredients to make our own dressing. I pretty much exclusively just make my own dressings. Super easy. All you need is a little olive oil, and you can do balsamic vinegar. You can do apple cider vinegar. Throw in a little bit of mustard or a garlic clove. There's some really fun things you can do. So uh, if you've never made your own dressing, I highly recommend trying. It's You're going to realize it's way easier than you thought and to make it healthy it's way cheaper than just buying the other options okay doke. so to recap this week's meal plan monday we've got leftovers tuesday i'm doing the whole chicken potatoes and veggies that are going to last until wednesday for my boys and then for my husband and i we've got our special outing thursday i'm gonna we're hosting and we're gonna make the ribs with sweet potatoes and veggies friday will be burgers for my boys and my husband and then I'll be eating at the event. And then Saturday is pizza night and sal- and salad. So <laughs> before I get on, oh, pause. Before I move on to step four, I want to help you come up with recipes for when you go through this process. So for my plan this past week, and hopefully hearing that was helpful <laughs> and not just something else, <laughs> I picked recipes I've done before or just things I already know how to cook. So I didn't have to search out the recipes, but most weeks I actually usually do search at least one recipe or maybe I've got a certain meat on hand and I'm like, okay, well, what can I do with this? Or if I'm like, ah, I work until six, like for last week, I said, okay, Ryan's going to be gone for dinner this week. I don't want to have to spend any time cooking after I get off. 
what's a crock pot meal I can use with chicken? And so I looked up a recipe that was really simple and literally took me five minutes to throw together, which is awesome. So when, when you're looking up recipes, as I've talked about in previous episodes, you really want to try and focus on protein. Even though I don't follow strict paleo, I appreciate paleo recipes because they're usually higher in protein and they typically include veggies instead of processed ingredients. So if you put the word paleo before whatever ingredients you have, plus whichever meal you want to make, you'll likely find a lot of good options. So for example, that would look like, okay, you've got some ground beef and so then you're going to type in paleo ground beef dinners. And you'll see a variety of recipes you can choose from and adjust how you like. So then looking at my example from, and for me, this was a particularly busy week where we had like the outing and then we're hosting and then I have the outing. It's not usually that crazy. Well, I mean, sometimes, but usually Monday through Friday is a little more chill than that. With that said, looking at my example, to give you, I guess, when it's more chill, more normal, I will cook on Monday with enough leftovers for Tuesday. And then I'll cook again on Wednesday with enough leftovers for Thursday. And then Friday is pizza night. And there usually is also leftover pizza. And if we are on the go over the weekend, it's we just kind of have some cold pizza that we can have on hand for a snack or, or a meal if we need it. And in the Healthy Weight Loss Academy, I walk my students through this whole process. I provide them with recipes and my Google Sheet template for them to use. But honestly, this is just something that takes commitment and a little practice. It is super rewarding once you catch the groove and you realize how almost fun and simple this can be to already know what dinner is and to be able to plan around it. And there's something too about ordering things online where from start to finish, you're just kind of, I don't know, maybe my type A people are, well catch what I'm saying with this, but it just feels good. (laughs) So that was number one number, or excuse me, that was number two, but number one was to review your calendar, to look at what you have at your own house. Number two was to look up your recipes. And so then that brings us to step number three, where you go over your recipes and planned meals and you add anything you don't have at home to your online grocery cart. So you've got whichever store you've decided to place your order on. So for mine, I'll also be sure to add eggs, bananas, apples, and sweet potatoes to my order in addition to the things from the meals because those are just some of our go-to staples to have on hand at all times. Our other staples usually come from Costco. That's where I mentioned how we have um, paleo sausages. We've got the grass-fed burgers. We have the pre-made sliced beef. Those three things I always get from Costco. And there's a few other things that we'll get from there as well. And I wish that I could do an online order for Costco and pick it up. But usually, actually, my husband's the one who shops there. He really likes Costco. So I appreciate that I don't usually have to do that. (laughs) So (laughs) then I add everything I need to my cart. And then I schedule it for pickup. And nice thing is it shows me my total as I go. And so if you're really trying to stick within a certain budget with your healthy meal planning, Ordering online is the way to go because you can literally see that all add up. And I actually and I actually do enjoy grocery shopping, but it's really been a game changer to be able to just pull up and someone brings me my groceries that they are shopped for me to my car, especially when I'm running around doing errands and I've got my two little guys and it's like, oh, wow, 
I don't have to unstrap them and put them in a cart and take them inside and monitor them and then strap them back in. So it is a very wonderful luxury that I have discovered. And it's like usually only $2 to have someone order it for you. And there's sometimes there's other deals and things where it's really not, there's not a high fee to have someone do that at all. Okie doke. And especially too, sorry, with what you save during this, doing this process, it having someone shop for you and getting to be able to order online more than pays for itself. Okie doke. We are now on step four. And this is the most important step. And sometimes it is the step that people skip out on. So step four is to follow through. It is so easy to make excuses for why you can't cook when you said you would. We've all had the well-intentioned, you know, when (laughs) well-intentioned mass purchase of vegetables and healthy food that ends up going bad and then we have to throw it out because we didn't actually cook it. Or I know I've been... Well, I've been guilty of that too, but then I've also been guilty of cooking a whole bunch and then I end up throwing out the leftovers because for whatever reason, I didn't feel like eating the leftovers when I was supposed to and then I felt like it got too old and so then we've all been there, right? (laughs) And so it's super important to make sure that whatever plan you put in place, you follow it so you can assess and adjust moving forward. And if you don't follow the plan, you won't know what works and you won't get to the perfect planning process that works for you and your family. And calling it a perfect planning process, what I mean by that is not necessarily that it's perfect, but that it's something that works perfectly for you. And again, that just takes practice. It takes some trial and error. But honestly, once you get it, it's really fun, super helpful, saves you time, saves you money, and at the end of the day, helps you eat healthy and support your well-being. Hopefully you found this helpful. I would love to hear what you found valuable or answer any questions you might have. You can always contact me at visiondrivenhealth at gmail.com. And actually, if you would like my Google Sheet template, it's super basic. There's nothing like (laughs) incredibly special about it, but I'll send you literally a copy of mine so you can even see my meal plan. Again, I don't feel like it's anything revolutionary, but I'm happy to email it to you. So feel free to email me for that. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazingly blessed day and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcast and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Made Well Mastermind. Use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.